ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Whatnots Reactor Core number 26, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Uh, we will be reacting to number three of Falcon and Winter Soldier, episode three. We are halfway mm -hmm. done with this show. Whoa. I'm excited to talk about it. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Hello. Melissa, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm full of Culver's. <laughs> All I, eight was Culver's. I, I don't know what that is. It's Midwestern. I think it's entirely skipped <laughs> to you it. geographically. That's all it is. It is Midwestern distilled in, in, into <laughs> it's, it's something. It's very Midwestern. <laughs> it hails from Wisconsin. It's like a burger's uh, frozen custard place. Oh, okay. It's really good. They okay. have like fried cheese curds. I gotcha. It's craving gotcha. those. I'm full yeah. of uh, just a cheeseburger. So yeah, that's that. Two burger energies. Indeed. Uh, Melissa, what did you think of episode three of Falcon and Winter Soldier? This was exciting. We finally got to some milestones we knew we were going to have in the series. We get to see some old friends and get introduced to a lot of new players. Yeah, we sure did. I, I really enjoyed this one. The, this one felt to me a, a bit like the show didn't need to sell me. Like I, I've already been sold. Okay. And I think those first two were yeah. definitely trying to to work themselves out in a way that's like hey we want you to stick around with this show here's why and now by this third one i'm already just like i am sold he just keep telling me the story i don't mind if it slows down a bit but that's mm -hmm. okay uh but yeah i really enjoyed this one a lot um yeah Great stuff in in this. And, you know, I loved the scene when they got to Majapur uh, and it's all the neon lights and it's all yes. cyberpunk <laughs> looking. I'm just like, uh, I love this aesthetic. It's not something we should be aspiring to, but it looks cool. <laughs> it does. And it's something we haven't seen in Earthbound MCU before. The only places right? we've been yeah. to that look like this are, you know, the well, Guardians of the Galaxy out there, where there out is there that one scene with Ronan. There is that one oh, scene with right, Ronan. Yeah. Uh, yes. So we, we can mention that. But yeah, not not as much like cyberpunk hugging stuff, which you guys know that I love. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I enjoyed this a lot. Uh, let's, so the first thing I want to talk about a bit is the Flag Smashers, because we didn't really talk about them last week, uh, when mm. we were talking about number two, uh, so I want to mention them, uh, the, this week. What are your thoughts so far on the Flag Smashers? How are you feeling now that we're halfway done with this show? I appreciate what a close-knit team they are. Like, they seem to really care about each other and have these very strong family bonds. And I think that's interesting and a nice comparison to mm -hmm. Bucky and Sam, who maybe have more uh, uh, more helpful agendas, you know, the, the things that uh, try to have fewer consequences for other people. They're right. not blowing up buildings with people still inside of them, but they're arguing all the time, whereas... Uh, uh, Carly's blowing buildings up, but also like very tender with her friends. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I I've been very interested in them from the start. I still don't think we know much. Um, yeah, a lot I, to learn. Yeah, which is what I was kind of 
talking about last week of like, I'm concerned that we're not going to be satisfied with all of these, mm. all, all of these ingredients that they're throwing in, you know, in, in, in the pot. And they're, they're not going to be like, ah, oh, not enough chocolate in, in, in this mix here. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know. Um, but I, yeah, I'm enjoying them. I like, uh, I forget the actress's name, but the one who is playing Carly. Aaron Kellyman. Aaron Kellyman. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I like that they are, or at least was starting to build them to be a more sympathetic, uh, group of characters than maybe you, we expected. Um, yeah. And I liked where that was going, but then they kind of pull the rug underneath us in this one and uh, they blow up a building full of people. Uh, mm. they, they were people that they were fighting slash stealing from. So it mm. was it's like yeah, there are enemies, but still just like, oh, like you were almost sympathetic and maybe now not so much. I don't know. Mm. I'm still just like, I don't know what to think yet exactly yeah and like she they were stealing supplies from these people who it was like a warehouse of supplies and she took them and she's got these you know these guys all tied up on the floor and like i think before she leaves one of them asks, why are you doing this and she's like there are people out there dying right now like we need the supplies somewhere else right now right yeah that's why we took them from the warehouse which is a valid point and then she she kills that guy and he can't pass along that message to anybody like, I know what she did was symbolically very powerful, but I feel like you, you didn't want that guy to, like, go talk to, to any of his <laughs> colleagues about your issue. I, I, I think in that moment, she is maybe a little bit ca caught up in what she's yeah. doing. Like, I, that's the thing. I don't think she will end up being the villain or something mm. i mean maybe but like i i think that is the thing is that they are supposed to be sympathetic characters we are supposed to agree with them to an extent right of mm. like hey yeah there are people out there that are struggling as a result of yeah. the blip and these are actually people that are trying to take care of the people who need it most not the uh again i forget the organization name the like grc the or the gcr yeah the global something. repatriation Com uh, committee yeah. council yeah because the show starts with that and it's this like hey we're all in it together let's build a new house like let's build it let's do everything it's community and then the smash mm -hmm. cut it's like police like ha you know and there's Captain America, who's like, don't give them a second to delete or sh or sh 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 shred or breathe. And it's this kind of startling uh, scene there. So, yeah, I, I think we are supposed to like the Flag Smashers to, to, mm. to an extent there. So. Mm. Uh, what did you think about John Walker? Because I just mentioned the start and yeah, it starts yeah. out all happy, like, yeah, community. And then it's like, oh, uh, here is John Walker maybe crumbling under the pressure. Yeah, that's a very good way to put it. I've been intrigued about this character and how he's clearly so antagonistic and framed as very antagonistic. But these glimpses we get into his life as john walker not you know necessarily captain america 
He's mm-hmm. very worried about living up to that role. Seems like he's very unsure of himself. And he's I think he definitely needs an attitude adjustment. But I'm hoping that, that at the end of the day, he's still a good guy who in a different context with that attitude adjustment can become a trusted ally. I think he's got enough humility and do-gooderness in him that that could be used for good. I hope so. Mm, I, I hope I don't sound really foolish by the time episode six ends. I, I'm like, yeah, he's very, I think I have to disagree flawed. with you there. See, I know he's flawed. I'm not wiping away any of his flaws. I just see like, just enough good in there that I'm like, I hope we can see that be fostered to, I mean, to yeah. grow like and not be swallowed up by all of his flaws. There's there's absolutely some room for him to uh, get back on the sympathetic side by the end of this mm-hmm. show. Um, however, I, I don't think the show is going in that direction. Um, and yeah, I, I think we are starting to see him crack underneath all of the pressure. And I think he is... It's it's not just that he's taking this so seriously. I think he he has the wrong view of what Captain America should be. And he is mm. so focused and so single minded on that. No, Captain America is this thing. And mm. I, I think this this show has done a very good job with addressing a lot of different themes and questions and all sorts of stuff without really saying it exactly um because mm. the the vibe that i got from this specifically was all of the stuff that uh or not not all but one of the things that we were protesting last year with all the black lives matter stuff uh because mm. part of that was police brutality and this idea that hey the Government and the police and all of these these big organizations who should be keeping the peace are starting to abuse that power. And I think mm. his version of Captain America is someone who reinforces that stuff of like, hey, mm. I am here to reinforce the g- 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 government. They are the ones in charge. Whereas Steve was almost the exact opposite of that yeah. he goes no i'm not here to reinforce what you do i'm i'm here to check you and to make sure you are doing the right thing uh and i, I think john walker just didn't really understand that or he is so ingrained into another militaristic form of like america oorah, we are the ones that are on top and we have the power uh and i yeah i we'll see because yeah there is still some wiggle room with what they do with with him right now but that i think Mm -hmm. is the direction that they're gonna go down especially with uh sam wilson being a black character with isaiah Mm -hmm. bradley being introduced uh and now in this one with wakanda being introduced yeah uh or yeah i I don't introduce it's not like it yeah i don't think he's going to be Captain America at the end of the series. Agreed. He's definitely going to step down from that role, perhaps of his own accord. Perhaps he's the one who says, I can't do this. I'm not the person you need in this role. I I am crumbling under the pressure. I don't like my life like this anymore. I don't, like the, the goal of the show is to better understand what Captain America has meant and will mean 
And I, I hope that's something he gets to understand better, too, in addition to our protagonists. Yeah. I hope it's something everybody reaches by the end of the series. Indeed. Uh, Sharon Carter. Let's yeah, go to her. What I, an exciting return. It was an exciting return. I really liked her in this. Yeah. I, 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 I liked to dislike her in this. Um, I like I, I, I think the way they took her character, all of it made sense. She mm. kind of got the short end of, of of the stick here and she's basically suffered for it for potentially like five or six years now. And yeah, and she, yeah, she's she's stuck there and she's a little bit bitter and upset. Uh, and then we, we have that great line from Bucky, who's just like, oh, great. She's awful now. <laughs> <laughs> what did yeah, you think of her? I, it, it, it did make her a lot more interesting to give her such a pessimistic outlook after what she's been mm. through. I, I like Sharon. Sure, yeah, same. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything particularly exciting about her on paper, but I I like, you know, Emily Van Camp's performance. And I think she gave a lot to that character. And this gives her like a lot more depth to play with. Yeah. And I think she's the perfect person to use as this example of somebody who can get into these situations and have that attitude. Because as a narrative, the MCU hasn't touched on her in years since like I don't know, 2015 or something. Yeah, she's, she's been off the grid narratively. Yeah. So to have a to pull her out and have her say, no, I have been cut off. Like not just the narrative hasn't visited me. I like I had to leave yeah. everything behind and to adopt a completely other lifestyle and her attitude of. Well, if I'm on the run, I might as well be a criminal. Like, who cares? Like, how can anything get worse? You know, who knows what justice is anymore? Yes, I will sell stolen paintings. Yeah. Um, which I there 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 was her kind of final scene in this one where uh, they leave the docks there and she gets in this car she seems like she has some kind of importance that we haven't really explored yet in mm. this uh and I, I know some people were out there thinking she may be the power broker uh which i thought for a second too i was like huh i wonder mm. but I, I i don't think she will be um but yeah i'm i'm excited to see more of her i hope they use her more down the road mm -hmm. i would love to see her character come back in yeah in something beyond this show uh because yeah they 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 took someone who like you said is just very flat on paper it's like oh, okay you're a relative of agent carter uh that's about it like that's who you are um mm. and it is kind of tragic to see her in this position now of like you're you're related to like some of our favorite mcu characters and they are the yeah. ones that were like the most upstanding and the most like you should yes you should mimic yourself after them and here she is just being like shit sucks like mm -hmm. you like i i got the bad end of of things here so yeah good good i good really like the 
new characters we met this episode, and I was sad to see that both of them were immediately killed after one <laughs> scene, which was Selby, who's the uh, the club owner, and mm-hmm. Dr. Nagel, the scientist. He was fascinating. Yeah, I liked like Nagel a lot. Six minutes we got to spend, yeah. with, spend with him. Yeah. Yeah, it, he 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 was interesting indeed because uh, he he did the thing where he like at times was the like nervous doctor. But then he had mm. these like moments of clarity, like offer me a better deal. And it's just like, oh, yeah. shit, like you like yeah, you've he's... been in situations like this before, haven't you? Like, you you know what you're doing here. But he's st- yeah, just like at the end of the day, bit the dust. Thanks, Zemo. Yeah. Yeah, I loved the combination of him being the sort of uh, typical, like, nervous scientist guy who, like, lives in a lab and doesn't see the outside world and is obsessed with his work. He's also very intense and very mm, yeah. cunning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, I liked them. I was, I'm fine that we're not really going to see much more of them, uh, but that's also because we didn't see much of them they're just like okay well they're (laughs) inconsequential really but uh yeah i don't know if i would have thought about those characters a whole lot after this series ended but the fact that they were both killed like five minutes after we saw them i'm like we have to close the door on them that fast right we don't even think they might show up in episode four (laughs) well i guess we can cross their names off the list Mm. uh what about zemo interesting i really like that he's like yeah i'm a baron i have i have a plane i love his ancient butler i love how sweet he was with that butler like you can tell that butler's been that's his alfred he grew up with that guy he's so happy to see him again funny you mentioned that uh i Mm. so i i i am a bit of mixed feelings on that yes his name is baron Mm. zemo i'm fine that he is a baron I don't necessarily like that he's rich because now he's basically just evil Batman Uh, and he has this butler and he has all these cars and safe houses and he knows all these people. And it's just like, that's not who you were in Civil War. Like, I'm I'm Mm -hmm. I'm fine if if this is the version that they started with, maybe not as interesting, but I still like him, especially in that mask. He looks damn good yeah, wear that mask i love his more. coat it look yeah the whole, his whole thing just looks great very um, stylish but i like i i think his his older version was more interesting and i think this is a step back mm. but yeah it I is also more like of it. a like because right, he is it's supposed entertaining. to be a baron yeah I think it's funny because it is so different than what we saw in Civil War, but I guess nothing in Civil War like contradicts this. Like, yeah, this all could have been true. We never saw him go to his actual house at any point. We don't we don't know his family except for his wife and child. We, we know he was a, a voicemail Sokovian militant. Mm. But that that is kind of it. They were like we so we know he was involved in that stuff, but that just that seems so different from the Zemo that we got in this, where it seems like maybe his family is like this line of thieves or something, or they did get rich on uh, the automobile <laughs> industry or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Like, I, I, I both like it and don't. I, 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 I feel like they either need to explain it better or pick one and mm-hmm. stick with it. So, yeah. 
I don't know. But yeah, I oh, was that mask. Whew. Oh, that looks so good. I love that mask. It's um, cool. Speaking of, of masks on powerful European guys, I was so excited for half a second when we saw that um, Global Repatriation Committee yeah. uh, um, camp in Latvia. And I was like, that's where. No, I had to stop and Google it. I'm like, that's Latveria, Melissa. It's different. I, I saw we're someone do cut. the exact same thing of just like, that's where Dr. Doom is from. And they're just like, whoa, wait, what? No, Latvia's a right. real place. Latveria is the fake one where Dr. Doom is from. I was like, like, what a way to world build. You just add that to the map and then you get to Dr. Doom himself but as a character later. They also then theorized of like, what if after Sokovia was destroyed and there was this big power vacuum in there and the whole, you know, like, what if Dr. Doom c- comes in and rebuilds that? What if that? Dr. And Doom? Like, yeah, right. What if Dr. But Doom? Um <laughs> And yeah, like I that that made sense because that's what they did with the Daredevil Netflix show is that within the like criminal underground uh, in New York after the events of Avengers, there is this power struggle and that's how Kingpin came up. So I'm wondering, hey, they could do something similar with Latveria there if Mm -hmm. they want to do that. It's an option. It is an it. option. Yeah. Um, yeah. So beyond that, I definitely want to talk about uh, the, the, this like final scene in yeah. this thing, which was a little bit strange that you just let you, you just saw Bucky go full winter soldier in in Magipur. And then like the next day, he's like, I'm going to go off and do my own thing. And they're just like, all right, cool. And then they just walk off like it. It's a little strange of like, hey, dude, uh, maybe one of us should go with you just in case. Uh, <laughs> like we need an, yeah, an adult says, supervision here. <laughs> yeah. All he says, like, he's not even going to, like, complete a task. It's not even like I need to get us a car or, you know, right, we need yeah, to refuel. Like, I'm, I'm going to go get us. I'm some just going to go get some fresh air. Huh. Yeah, you just go. Okay. He's like, I need to go for what a walk, mean? and they're like, "All right, Bach, we'll see you later." <laughs> it's a little bit strange, but um, yeah, he ends up finding. I forget what they're c- c- called exactly, but those oh. like Wakandan beads. Yeah, yes. I I didn't recognize them. I was like, "What the hell are these things? It's beeping. I, what I, is going on?" I Could thought he it was have, probably like super hearing. I thought it was probably Wakandan, but then I thought, well. The only thing that identifies it to you as Wakandan is that it is a small bead. And frankly, you know, after the end of Black Panther, when Wakanda kind of opened themselves to the world, maybe that inspired tech from somebody else. You know, somebody yeah, else is maybe. like, we'll also make beads or just make them a circle so they look cool. Yeah. High tech beads. The latest right. craze. Like, yeah, this could just be like a Wakandan imitator. We don't know. Right. Yeah. The Amazon knockoff. <laughs> 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 but yeah so he he starts following these beads and he goes back there and i believe her name oh, i don't i don't remember her name I'm, I'm gonna screw it up but she is the one she's the basically like the first of the dora milaje that we saw and was uh was was t'challa's bodyguard um, yes i remembered her yeah so i i was absolutely super, super I yeah. did not see that c- 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 yes. coming at 
all. Uh, what were your thoughts there? I thought it was a, a great twist and it makes a lot of sense. Like, uh, it does. It, Bucky, you, somebody reminded us earlier this episode, Zemo did kill King T'Chaka. Mm-hmm. Remember that? And then frame Bucky for it. Bucky yeah. was a, a friend of the Wakandans. And I thought it, we might get back there. We might have some sort of a connection, but I thought it would be Bucky saying like, I think I know somebody back in Wakanda who can help us. And then he, he calls somebody or something like that. I wasn't expecting him to turn around in an alley and then there's Adora Milaje like right there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Was was not expecting that at all. It makes um, a lot of sense. It's I, I'm happy this is an element in the story that they're like, no, we also like we don't want this. We don't want Baron Zemo around. Yeah. We're on we're kind of the same case that you are. Yeah. Uh, so I do have to give a little bit of credit. There is a theory that is now floating around there that I think makes a lot of sense. Uh, I heard this on the new rock stars uh, and uh, they they are thinking that maybe the super soldier serum is related to Wakanda in the sense that they're like heart shaped also kind of gives Black Panther those powers. Captain America's yeah. shield is also made of vibranium, so they would have had mm. to go there to get the metal to make the shield or something. So maybe that was the difference that, uh, like, mm. hey, we tried it on Red Skull, and well, now he has a Red Skull, uh, and that <laughs> that 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 didn't work. Uh, but I, I maybe forgot it was that's why he has a Red Skull because their super soldier serum screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then they g- got got it right with Steve, and it might be that heart shaped herb or something related <laughs> to that. Uh, that that is is why it worked. Uh, but I we're gonna say like tip of the hat to new rock stars because mm-hmm. that kind of backs up what I was thinking last week. Uh, with with my my whole idea of like hey. I think the show started out making us think it was more about like, what is Steve's legacy? What is the legacy of Captain America? And the question is maybe shifting to or or the the idea of the show is maybe shifting to I don't think it was ever his legacy to give. Like Mm -hmm. I, I this may be a Wakandan thing like the super soldier serum might be more directly related to Wakanda and then Isaiah Bradley being a black man. I don't think he's related to Wakanda in the sense that like he had a parent or something like that. I don't Mm. think that, but just, yeah, just the fact that like, Hey, this is an African thing. This is an African American Mm. thing. Like this is a black thing that, that needs to be in the hands of someone who knows that experience and can represent that. Um, Yeah. And which is why I was like, what if Steve yeah. in this alternate universe figured that out <laughs> or like met Isaiah or did yeah. all that, like somehow figured it out like, oh, like this is why Sam needs to be the one to mm-hmm. do, do this. Um, or who knows? I, I also heard people being like, what if Eli uh, is the one at the end of this takes up the shield as Patriot instead? Um, I, I'm not sure, but like, I, I think that theory really fits and really makes sense in a way that, that's like, yeah, huh? These are the themes. This that does make sense. Okay, interesting. So, mm. 
That, that would tie everything together up pretty nicely. I think those are all very solid theories. Yeah. yeah speaking of, uh, this is a little off topic, but speaking of heirs to this Captain America title, uh, do, is America Chavez related to this line of superhero legacy or is her name just America? Her name is America, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, because I think I've seen her with like stars on her outfit and like some red, white, and blue. And I didn't know if she yeah, was she still a has Captain some... America variant. Okay, no, she, no, she's not related to the Captain America family, uh, but she okay. can punch holes through universes. So Steve can't do that. Nope, Steve cannot. Do None that. of them can. Nope. So, oh well. Um. Next thing I want to ask, and I, I, I guess last thing is, do you have any other kind of predictions of, of what's going to happen in the second half of the show? Do you think Thunderbolt Ross is going to make an appearance? Oh, yes! Uh, <laughs> what, what's going on there? Because a lot of people, because he, he is very heavily involved with the Super, uh, mm, su- super mm. Soldier Serum. That's uh, hard to say. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what's what are you thinking for the second half of this show? I don't know. I think I'm thinking back to like the bits we've seen in the trailers. And I think we've hit a lot of the major checkpoints I knew I had to look forward to. Like Zemo's back, Sharon's back. They're going to Madripoor. Mm -hmm. I don't know what else is left, uh, you know, to reveal itself that we already knew was coming in some form. I think I hope we're going to end with. Uh, something positive. I hope everybody learns and grows by, by the yeah. end of this series. Like talking about John Walker, like I'm certain he will leave the title. He may even die. I just hope he has a moment where he's like, I haven't had the right attitude about this. I would like to do better. And if immediately after saying that he gets yeah, hit, yeah. hit by a, a bullet or something, at least he had that, you know, but yeah. that moment's all I'd really like. I hope this does end on a more positive foot for the world at large. Like another theme throughout this is how the world is dealing with the aftermath of the blip, which is a major problem. And talking about the Global Repatriation Committee, I'm certain like they have good intentions. They are doing a lot of good work. I'm certain they really did go build that house. But it's just a problem so much bigger than them. There are going to be holes there are going to be things that they don't see that they can't get to that they can't manage. And I, I hope that this story ends with a, a better version of that, a better global repatriation committee that works harder and can catch all the little people that have been falling through the cracks. I don't yeah. know the next title that would really have an opportunity to focus on this concept. Loki's jumping throughout time and space. I suppose it could be, Miss Marvel or She-Hulk, certainly. Uh, I hope that you that we get off on a good footing with how just the normal citizen of the world could be living. Yeah. I hope this gives us a little bit of peace of mind about just average Joe out there in the Marvel Earth. Yeah. I, I, I know that episode five, there is another one of those like, hey, there's going to be a cameo. Uh, but I think the creators have tried to temper expect Tatations mm-hmm. and then like it's not gonna be you know some some big like oh my god they like did a hologram <laughs> of Chadwick Boseman which would be a terrible oh. I- idea but yeah I, like it's it's not gonna be something that big they've they've said it's a very grounded character uh that will be showing up they said oh yeah a- a- episode five will be v- v- very emotional um, oh 
so I, I, I don't know if it's going to be old Steve. I, I don't I don't know if it's if it's going to yeah. be a character dying um, or or what? Who knows? But yeah, I think. I, I we still don't know much about the power b- broker. I hope in this next one in number four, I, I hope we find out who it is. Um, yeah. Or, or at, at, at least are like is just about to get the big reveal. And that happens in number five. And then there's like the start of the confrontation. And then they wrap that up in six and all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where this show goes. Indeed. Um, mm-hmm. I do also want to point out that this sh- this episode in particular was written by the guy that uh wrote the first three john wick movies oh uh, which is why so many people have been like this reminded me a lot of john wick it's like yeah because uh he he wrote this one so um yeah i i I loved the the action in this it's so good so Mm -hmm. this was Uh, a really fun one sharon carter was destroying those fools uh, it was great. <laughs> it was great. It was good. So, oh, also, I want to say everybody's outfits were great in this episode. We talked about Zemo specifically, but like Sam looks great in a turtleneck. There you go. I like I like Sharon's little you know notch neck shirt. Everyone was looking good. <laughs> Apparently, that outfit that Sam is in and his whole whole thing is a nod to his like original comic book o- origin. Who I don't really know anything about. I also have heard that it is very problematic, uh, mm. but it, yeah, uh, apparently that's a nod to that. So there you go. You mm. guys can go look that stuff up. Uh, yeah, a little bit of housekeeping for you guys. We already did our reactions to WandaVision, so you guys can go check that stuff out as well. But we actually have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots, so you guys can find out more information on our website, which is thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just type in The Whatnots, and all of our shows will pop up right there. And if you like what we do, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. We have a $3 tier that you guys uh, can get all sorts of exclusive content on. And we'd like to give a big shout out to our $5 Patreon supporters. So thank you, Sam, so much. Thanks, Sam. Uh, We appreciate it a lot uh, for helping us keep the mics on. It means a lot. You Mm -hmm. guys can... You guys can also support us on twitch at twitch.tv slash the whatnots uh we are usually live streaming these reactions each friday at 8 30 p.m we'll be here for the next couple weeks and then we do mm-hmm. our podcast the captain's log immediately after that uh we also like to play some video games on there so come check us out with that but with that melissa where can the people find you on the internet you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows you feel like only you remember. Our latest episode should be about Jackie Chan Adventures, I think. 
awesome. Uh, which is a rare, <laughs> an episode we're doing, taking a look at a TV show everybody remembers. This there you go. The non-obscure, a popular, <laughs> a Saturday morning popular. I, that's weird. I thought I was the only one that remembered that show. <laughs> I thought I made up Jackie Chan. <laughs> He's real? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. If you guys want to stay up to date with our shows, we are at The Whatnots. So go like, share, and subscribe. You guys know how to do all of that stuff. We will be back next week with our reactions to episode four. So be mm. on the lookout for that one. We will see you all then. Bye. Bye. Bye.